Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all. Hey. Welcome back to another GTS Girl That's Scary episode. It's Jazz 40 Else Connoisseur. It's your girl Cat Daddy. And we are here this week, this month, again, Black History Month, Black 366, 365. We go celebrate it every year. Don't care what nobody got to say. Um, we are gonna be talking about black exploitation. Now we are gonna have to hyper focus on black exploitation from the 1970s, which is really that era where it really bloomed. There are movies that are considered maybe, you know, black exploitation or black exploitation adjacent outside of that time, like the 80s, of course, the 90s, 2000s. And I mm-hmm. understand why, due to you know, all black casting and the things. Things that they're talking about. However, we're going to hyper-focus on the 70s. I am going to mention some of those movies, but we probably won't go into detail. And so, uh, for some of those movies, we've, we've covered them already. So, yeah, just in total. And if you guys would like to go to our Patreon, <laughs> uh, we have covered some of these films individually on our Patreon. On the Turn Up Eternal tier, we got like 60-something bonus episodes. That's a lot of episodes, y'all. What? I didn't even realize yeah, that. We have 60-something bonus episodes. Uh, that's not counting the bonus episodes we let out for just the regular, regular friends on okay. top of the bonus episodes that are just free on uh, Patreon. So, you know, our Patreon, even if you ain't about to open your purse, there's free stuff on the Patreon if you want to go over there. But this week, we talking about black exploitation. <laughs> um, and <laughs> yes, black exploitation, And just... So everybody kind of knows what it is, like, definition-wise. Because I'm like, it was kind of hard. Anytime you hear exploitation, it's exploitation. Mm -hmm. So they're taking, like, black personas and mainly a lot of stereotypes, putting them in the movies, and they're putting this, like, yeah, pushing it towards black audiences. So, hey, yeah, we about to watch this. We got Afros. We got Afro pics. We saying, jive turkey. We kicking motherfuckers in the chest. This is what's going on. It's a lot of pimps. It's a lot of things that they think that black people are doing, gangster movies, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and while that does exist and, and the black community exists in all the communities, but all they hyper focused on some of those stereotypes and really double down. And I think um, I read that it came from the race films that they were talking about from 1915 and 1950. And this is literally, I read this on Wikipedia. So listen, correct me if I'm wrong, because you know, Wikipedia is not a, um, I, right, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't cite Wikipedia if I was writing you, a paper. 
for my you go down to or something. the section at the bottom where they yes. got their sites from, and then you fish around in there and find the actual reputable sites to get your information. Yes. That's how you do it. Or pull up on JSTOR, any of those, if you have those references. I will be- Britannica, you know the yes. girls. Yeah, I'll be talking about a, a JSTOR article later, but- Pretty much you're talking about these films that were produced by four black audiences that were segregated. Because, of course, everything back in the backpack was segregated. Black people was not about to sit in the same theater as white people. That was not happening. Y'all won't drink out to say water fountain living in the same towns for, for real. It was separated. So, of course, the cinema is, that they made was going to be directed towards black people. And that was special. Because, you know, and granted, everybody likes to bring up Birth of a Nation, which I fucking hate. Bert, I can't stand that movie. I've not seen it all the way through. I will not watch it all the way through. I don't think it's important for me to watch for film because, you know, there are teachers who like who teach film like, yeah, you're going to watch this movie. And I you can teach lessons without that, I think. But okay, if that's what you got to do, you want to put your dick on the table as a teacher, which is wild to me. That is a wild thing to do in the classroom. But okay, uh, if you want to do that. I'm not, I can't really, I'm not going to tell you how to teach film because I'm not a film student. I did not, I don't have the expertise, but I will say that you could just talk about that and just move on. That movie is really offensive. It's super offensive. It's really fucked up. That film is fucked up. I was like, hey, man, it's people blackface on it shit. They pretended that black people would just be, you know, trigger warning, raping shit people. And just because, you know, the protecting the white woman is was the yeah. main goal. So anything that was a threat to white women was see that the main goal is the main goal. And you will see in movies that we talk about from black exploitation mm. in the 70s where, you know, it's that threat of white women are being harmed so we gotta we gotta get behind this because this is a fucking problem you know so i'm like and that happens in general like when you see even reflecting on missing persons cases and things like that when people are getting you know or missing or things they put different energy towards people who don't you know look like us and that we know that so Girl, let's not for the cases where people be murdering their whole family they got the white man on the jet ski with his whole Bruh. family smiling or the white woman and they murder her child but she's sitting up here smiling her chopper suit ready to go to work i'm like god damn like Bruh. why would you show this y'all best show Bruh. these motherfuckers uh pictures when they getting arrested Bruh, they be they will literally whoop your ass and then a picture of your mugshot after they whooped your ass and arrested you. You ain't even got no charges. They <laughs> found a picture of you with your worst quick weave ever in life and they go put you on the summer damn screen trying to the make enti- you look bad. Fuck the, ch- the whole shit ain't had nothing to do with you. It's got something to do with somebody named Max or some shit and they still posted your picture because Girl. you were a bystander. Excuse me? <laughs> Upsetting. <laughs> Upsetting. Piss. Hate it here. Hate it here. Wanna fight. <laughs> Could fight. Oh, God. Disgusting. But, yes. Uh, So, we'll talk about those things. They had the rape-segregated films, and then it kind of boiled into when they started putting black people in regular Hollywood films, and we were not getting the roles that you know we wanted to get outside of some films like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, which uh, you might hear about sometime this month but hooray. yes hooray because cat that's one of cat's favorite films of all time i, I really i love that movie as well cannot wait to talk about it but you know we're talking about m- movies where they started like putting black people in movies with white people and that was big but this black association was like no we're gonna make these all black casts and just kind of double down on what was happening and you know i don't some of the stereotypes i'm like some of the shit you know somebody who be doing it they be getting down the problem with the stereotypes is that a lot of I noticed a lot of like white people or non-black people don't know a lot of black people in real life. So they get their idea of black people from the media. So they watch these movies and they're like, yeah, that's what black people be doing. I'm like, now, yes, some black people be doing this, but 
you walked up to you walking up to a random black person you just met and acting like they about to talk some jab talk shit is really wild. And mm. I need you to sit back and reflect on that. Okay, just because you or just because you know one or two people who might fit a few stereotypes, you cannot just apply that to black people as a whole. That's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. Don't do that, please. We're not a monolith. Yes. Yes. So, you know, some of it is really dope where you get all these black casts and like, oh, some things feel like home if you've seen it or you know it. But in other cases where it's like doubling down on the stereotypes, I feel like I read that the NAACP. Was like, um, you niggas need to stop doing all this bullshit. You making you're making the white people think that we're like this. Well, first of all, we should not be doing things for white approval. But anyway, no one saw me lean in, but I definitely did because I'm just like, "Mm, but why? They are not the standard. They are not the standard. But they, but of course, when you think of not only NAACP, you think of Talented Tenth. You think of these, this is a, there's a mindset of a group of black people who think that we need to behave in this kind of way. And it's very anti-black to me that you need, we need to behave in this kind of way and be this kind of way so that we can assimilate and they think well of us and they understand that mm. we're doing well. And I'm like, no, you can be like this and still be doing well. Like it, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to act a certain way to be accepted. That I feel like that's very, that's manipulative mm. of uh, white supremacy. We're better than that. Yeah, you can just be yourself and, you know, you're not hurting nobody. You're not doing nothing. You should be able to just exist. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. But again, they was against the Black Sortation movies. They literally was like, we about to set a coalition, bitch. We about to literally get together, make a group, and start whooping y'all ass. Uh, I don't know if they was whooping people ass for real, but they was literally like, no, we are going against these films. So, fuck you. I'm like, girl, what? You don't like Blackula? What they got to do with everybody else? I mm, I don't I can't trust you if you don't like black love. Like it's I just like in your heart, like in your hearts of heart. And I know someone's like, I have the right. You sure do, baby. But I not in this one. You you no. If you don't like this movie, I need to sit with you for a second. Why is it? What part about it you didn't like? Excuse me, please expand on your answer. Like I'm leading all the way in. What part? Also, because I, I really like that movie, but I don't give a damn. Can we start there? I would love to start there. Let's start I, there. I have it on in the background. Why not? I have Abby on in the background. And she Ooh, is Ooh, yes, Abby. Um, if y'all we'll talk about Abby because um what happened with Abby was really interesting. Mm. But Blackula nineteen seventy-two, it's on Pluto, it's on Prime. If you have not seen Blackula, I highly recommend it right now. Like, stop listening right now and watch Blackula. And, of course, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of these movies. And I'll try to, like, hit an extra spoiler alert so we don't spoil them. Because I want you to go and watch these movies. It's important that you intake black art if you have not done so you need to see these movies you just need to see them they need to be a part of your viewing experience but this movie they pretty much dracula bitch ass right and i'm someone who read dracula as a novel when i was in high school i enjoyed that novel i enjoyed dracula stories but fuck dracula because dracula literally took king mamawalde okay it was telling him or was he a prince or king i don't know prince i don't know he was a king King, okay. King with water and his queen, he in here like, oh, we need to stop the slave trade. And Dracula like, fuck that shit. We ain't stopping nothing. And look at your wife. She fine. If I could do whatever I want, I'll take her right now. He was a prince. Yes. Okay. Oh, he was a prince. And pretty much Dracula turned 
Principal Walden into a goddamn vampire and let his wife starve to death outside of his tomb. That is so fucked up. Fuck Dracula forever, bitch. And that's why Blackula is better than Dracula. I don't give a fuck what the fucking re- remake is. I don't care which movie, which one. Dracula was racist. I'm mad. You know, I mean, because you already knew, right? Like, because like, you already know for various reasons. But seeing it depicted in this man, I was, like, upset. When I first saw this film, like, it didn't really hit me to, like, time number, like, three. Like, it re- like I've been sitting with this shit. Now when I watch this movie, I literally, like go through an array of emotions. First of all, it's directed by William Crane, black man, get into it. Because a handful of these films were directed by black people. A handful of these films were directed by non-black people. But it was given a lot of TLC in this film. Like, you see black people depicted in just, like, regular life. Like, just living their lives. But backing up to the point that really, like, fucks me up, it's like, it, it really... It really gets me every time. Like, yes, we're going through this journey of Mama Waldy and he wakes up and he's trying to find his lost love and, you know, and he's dealing with being a vampire and dealing with that. You know, this is 70s and there's so many nice outfits and everybody's getting down and they have parties and they're having a good old time and all kinds of shit. And the police, he just whooping the police's ass. That's my favorite part of this movie. The police try to pull up on him and he's just like, girl, I... I don't have the time. <laughs> Get out of my face. And honestly, I don't care if I'm blue and uh, blended movie one and two because the screen black on screen, all this shit comes to me. It comes to what, together for me. I think because I've seen him so many times and I'm jumping ahead, but I'm not jumping ahead. Essentially, the story of Mama Waldy, he comes back, he dies, he gets resurrected again. You literally have um, Richard Lawson who comes in as, you know, who's just this guy who's in this uh, community and he wants to be the head of the voodoo community, but it's not working because they they vote somebody else in and he's upset and now he's a vampire and he's like, I got a man's got to see his face because he's pissed because he can't see his reflection. Bruh. But um, just overall, the journey of Mama Waldy really upsets me again because he just longs to be with his people and he's got to deal with a bunch of bullshit along the way. Here's this character who's coming in and he is trying to... <laughs> And he don't have to, but he's sitting up here like trying to be diplomatic about the shit. And he's like, hey, like, y'all got to cut this slavery mess out. Like, we could find some other way to do stuff. But what you about not about to do is sell my people no more. That's it. And Dracula bitch ass pulls a stunt. And now because of that, he loses his wife. She starves to death. He's sitting up here dying in here. He becoming a vampire. He's immortally just in the, in the tomb. And then you have this long lost love story. Um, where you're able to see people connect with each other through time. That always moves me. Like, high-key, low-key, I'm a little softy. So, like, we got this <laughs> Dracula-ass character. And that's not Dracula. That's way better than Dracula. But this vampire-ass character who is just trying to reunite with this lost, lost love. And she's reincarnated um, as someone later in life. And now he's trying to reconnect with her. And I'm like, damn, the haters trying to keep y'all apart. I'm tired. Like, what is this? <sighs> You could just be vampires for the rest of time. Let me know if I'm wilding, because I'm just like, I'm sitting here crying. You, like, please. You always want to be vampires, please. I, <laughs> you always want to be a damn vampire. So you're going to be biased towards it's fine. lifestyles. Um, there's that. Period. Uh, the claymation sends me. It's great yeah. <laughs> when it sends me. Wow. It is a beautiful love story in the sense of if you're assuming that he's not using his vampire powers, right? To, um, persuade this woman instead of what Dracula does he just pull up on a girl and take her ass and when you get black he's like you are my wife you're beautiful I will not take you by force I love you so much okay bye so you think it's like that uh, again, I will not take you by force you will come to me on your own on your own and she does I don't know he's a fine African prince he was I listen 
Listen, <sighs> William Marshall. God damn, just. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm rooting for him. But and, and Pam Greer is in the sequel, bro. Anytime we see Pam Greer, yes, listen, I am here to watch Pam Greer, whatever she's doing. I don't care if it's getting her nails done. I don't care if it's her getting her hair done. I don't care if she's just walking down the street, grocery shopping. I'm here to see Pam Greer. I was just really upset that um, Richard Lawson's character was such a hater in movie two. Oh my like, God. He, <laughs> he was, was so pissed that Pam Greer's character was becoming the head of the voodoo community and he was not. And he was like, I don't care. Like, I am, um, that I'm my mama's son and I should just get it because, and they're like, well, actually, no, that's not how that works in this group. And you're actually not a great human. So sit on that. And now he's upset and trying to like get revenge. And I'm like, why are you such a hater? I mean, it's probably because he mid. You know, anytime people mid, they be hating hard. Or you, when you don't love yourself or you think you're inadequate, you like to think everybody else is inadequate. But that's not always how it works. It's not how it works, bro. Ugh. Anyways, if you haven't seen Blackula and Scream, Blackula Scream, like we told y'all some of it, we haven't told you the whole thing, but you definitely need to go ahead and press play. And I'm going to slide into another vampire movie you already know I go up for. And you also go up for Ganja and Hess. Or you could also see somewhere as The Blood Couple. Um, written and directed by Bill Gunn. And it's just yes. It's yes. It gives some art house. But I don't give a flying fuck. It is, it is yes. Everything about this movie. Yes. Ganja is that girl. And Dr. It, Hess, goddamn. Is that girl. Been that girl. And she's in a few movies. Like, um... The Beast Must Die. She's also a Knight of the Cobra Woman as well. She's just very beautiful. I, I don't know if it might be the cheekbones. It might be her eyes. She's just really fine. And also, Mr. Uh, Dwayne Jones, right, uh, who plays Dr. Hess. Yeah, Dwayne Jones, who plays he's, Dr. Hess and also plays um, in Night of the Living Dead. He's, Marlene he's, Clark plays Ganja. Yeah, he's super fine. He's super fine. Mm. Very fine. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I just... Do they even make... They didn't make them like that no more? Barely. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm looking like I just... You know, Ooh. I know this is Dwayne Jones as Dr. Hess. And even as Dr. Hess Green, he be... <laughs> um, but what is Dwayne Jones and I live in dead? And he's like, I mean, you could just, you know be running your shit down here but up here that is so many words like i run this shit up here so if you go be up here you go follow my rules please get this racist ass white man together love it and what he do this sit there and eat his fucking food okay like i just because he was not about it he took his ass back to that cellar (sighs) oh man i just but anyways um ganja and hess beautifully shot beautifully shot your fault and it's not like i don't in my opinion, it's not your average uh, vampire story. Like you're a, you're infected by like this little bacterial disease that's on this dagger, and um, that's how you become a vampire. And, and there's like a moment of like I I'm a, it's it's homoerotic at one point, really exciting about that. And the characters are trying to figure out what all is going on. Um, it's trigger warning for suicide. There's some of that in there. Um, it's just, it's a story. Also, Dr. Hess Green has the shmoney. He is literally like a thousand millionaire. He's got this big, beautiful property that's elaborate and lots of beautiful statues everywhere. He's got, you know, a team of people. He's just, he's elite. And he's out here and he's living his best life with his giant glasses on and his fitted pants. And he's out here just being a bad bitch and minding his business and being a vampire. But also he's doing some wild shit as a vampire 
And I'm just like, all right, Dr. Hess. You know, some of them scenes I had to hold my nose. And then you remember it's a black exploitation film. <laughs> like dead ass. Like he's going to get the vampire blow. He has to go feed. And I'm just like, no, you ain't got to do this. His choices. I just, when he, it just, that's all I got to say about that. If you have not seen Ganjin Hess, please, 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 please see it. I'm trying to see if it's streaming anywhere right now. Oh, okay, cool. It's on Showtime. It's on, it's on Paramount Plus. It's on Ooh. all things good. I see. Okay. Yep. It's usually on Showtime too because I'm like I always be having show, Showtime with my Amazon, but Showtime be having all the A24 films, and then they also be having like some deep cuts. So mm. it's worth the watch, please. And also just the idea of you know the rejection of assimilation and rejection of maybe you know American Christianity in that because you see a lot of those kind of Im- the imagery and like okay you're choosing to do this instead of doing this or you know what does it mean to leave you know, the cross and, you know, especially that's a big deal, especially when you think about some black culture, like a lot of black culture, not all of it, but a lot of black culture in America revolves around people grew up, who grew up in a church. You're going to church. Yeah. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So that idea is big. That's a big punch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to them for being, you know, real spicy with it. I like that. Now yeah. I want to talk about Abby. Because I know you have that on the background, 1974, which y'all can find on YouTube because you cannot find it anywhere else, which is very disappointing. And the thing was, it was called The Black Exorcist at first, I believe. And it came out like right after The Exorcist, like a year or two, round about that time. And the people at The Exorcist, it was like, bitch, y'all not about to come out with this fucking movie. And you're not doing that. You're stealing from our movie. We're not going to let you hoes have it, you fucking thieve-ass bitches. And I'm like, when you watch Abby and then you watch The Exorcist, they don't have enough in common to me for them to say that you can't make this movie. Outside of maybe the title was a pinch too fucking close. I don't think that you could... No. Yes, no. it's a demon possession. Sure. These are two different movies. Yeah, this is not the same fucking movie exactly. Like, bro, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know if it was close enough for you to tell them they can't make the movie, especially when you watch all these other movies that come out and take things from other movies and it's just cool. Big ass wide releases. I'm like, something about this. Hmm. You fishy. already fucking know. You already fishy. know what it was. It went out Suspicious. their way to bury this movie. Suspicious. Abby is that girl. Like, it's two separate movies. In The Exorcist, you're focused on Pazuzu. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. You're focused on Pazuzu. Um, you're focused on some things that's happening to a child. In this movie, in, in Abby, you're focused on a, a, a preacher's wife who happens to be possessed by a spirit um, that came from Nigeria. And... You know, she's 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 shaking shit up. She's out here um, trying to get into orgies. She's out here living her best life. Um, and, you know, of course, the congregation and her family realize, like, they're like, oh, girl, we know something's going on. We know something's up. But, yeah, it's it's a wild thing. It really is. It really is. But, again, watch that movie. You can find it for free. Definitely check out Abby. It deserves to have as many eyes on it as possible because I think it's fucked up how they try to bury that film. Y'all with some hating ass hoes and I ain't like that shit at all. Especially when sometimes people make black things and y'all try to remake the shit and make some new shit and y'all allowed to remake the shit but can't nobody else. Mm, I see you with my eyes, bitch. Anyway, 
Love to talk about Sugar Hill 1974, which is on yes. uh, Pluto and Amazon. I love this movie. This is a movie I watch at least once or twice a year. If I see it streaming, I immediately hit play. It's a good time because overview the movie. Some, uh, Sugar got her man and somebody take out her man and she take them motherfuckers out. Period. That's all you need to know. Spoiler alert. Burn, 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 of course. Watch this movie. <laughs> she got on the white track shoot. Tracksuit, she's whooping everybody's ass. The zombies look fucking dope. The eyes, I just, I think they're so simple, but also yet so terrifying. I just think it's, I think this movie is great. I I really love this movie. I can't, and her outfits are top tier. And she don't play shit, like she don't play with these hoes. And I think that if you have not seen Sugar Hill, you need to stop what you're doing and you need to watch Sugar Sugar Hill immediately. Uh, Expeditiously, please. I agree. Um, I think, once again, Sugar Hill's that girl. I don't know how many fucking times we can say it. Um, I I stand. I stand. It's, it's such a great story of revenge. Black people basically, she, you know, owning your, first of all, a black woman owning a club. Now, she didn't inherit her club from her partner because he was murdered. And then they try to push her out of the business. And she's like, bitch, not only are you not about to push me out, how dare you? I'm also about to get my revenge on you because I know you killed my man and I'm about to take your shit in addition to taking your life. And I'm like, wow, you know what? I can get behind this. I am a fan. Let's go ahead and see this shit play out. And Sugar comes out on top. And and we love to see it. We love to see it. Wonderful family film. Um, Just a trigger warning. They have a hard ER in there. Um, that's because it's the 70s and they were definitely calling you the hard ER casually just because it was the day that ended Y and it was 3.45 in the afternoon. They do not care, bitch. Uh, so just want to give you a heads up on that just in case you're watching these films and, you know, maybe you didn't watch black exploitation films growing up with your family because that's okay. Not everybody, you know, had that kind of experience um, regardless of what your background is. But to give you a heads up, if you are not expecting to hear these things in these movies and you're like, whoa, shit. Yeah, baby, it's casual. It's just in there. And of course, you know, like there are black people calling other black people digging. Like it's happening. It's one of these films. I will say that uh, what's Baron Somedy? Fine. Bad. Wow. Amazing. Um, Them gold fronts in that mouth. Wow. Can I be one of your brides, please? Thank Listen, you. if I had to be an undead zombie, I would consider it. But I don't want to be a zombie. Now, if to your to be- point. Let's go. Ma'am, please. To your point, yes, you're gonna hear a lot of lot of niggas. A whole lot of niggas. And and with the heart ER, like I said, you're gonna hear that throughout a lot of black exploitation films. On top of you're gonna see the stereotypes like voodoo, you're gonna see black people dying to save other people, whether they're white, sometimes they are white. You're gonna see a brute, um, a lot of authority figures, a lot of movies where there's black cops. A lot of black police officers. And that stretches out to the 80s and 90s, as you'll see. Y'all, if y'all ever watch The Heat of the Night, all kinds of other black cop shit from back in the backpack. Um, I was on, again, Wikipedia, our girl, but not our girl. Uh, when they listed out the tropes, one of the tropes literally said mystical darkie. And I said, now, bitch, I don't... Who wrote that? Again, that's what my hands were on my hips. I was like, hey. People play too much. Too I much. I don't That's like that. I bitch. I am appalled. I was like, now what? I don't. I, I, my fingers are steeple, bitch. What is going on? Who decided? And it, did, why did you call it that? <sighs> That's all the air I got in my body right now. I, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm so fucking tired of this goddamn country, bitch. I'm over it. Like the levels of the racism really just. And then you'd be thinking, and then they introduce a new level, and then you just be like, what? 
Are you trying to outdo yourself? Like, yes. <laughs> what is this? Um, God damn, the lengths they will go to. Whew, check out Sugar Hill. That's all I got to yes. say. Please check out Sugar Hill. And also, uh, Petey Wheat Straw, 1977. Did you yes. see that on Tubi? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, also, my uncle used to refer, like, we used to pretend his name was Petey Wheat Straw. And then when I saw bits and pieces of the movie, I was like, sir, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to my daddy and my uncles because I, <laughs> uh, uh, also when I was, I was talking to my partner about just, we were talking about black exploitation films and just films from the seventies and the eighties that had black people in it. Um, we were talking about Cooley High, talking about all these movies and I was just talking about like how on Saturday mornings or whatever, like I have memories of like, first of all, covering this is lots of memories unlocked for me. Just watching these films with my dad and my uncles or whatever. They just casually got this in the background and knowing like, damn, like. I'm not saying you're living a life just like the characters in the movie, but for me, it's like, whoa, like looking at pictures of my family and seeing people like black people in the 70s, it just feels really good. Like to just see people just living life. Like they're not even doing anything extra dextra, like they're just fucking hanging out. And that's really cool for me. Like it, it feels like I'm able to piece together like gaps of time. Like you could see your own family in that situation. You could see your people in these situations. And it felt good to see that kind of representation. You know, I'm already emotional because then I'd be looking at my family like, oh my God, these like <laughs> and then you know I got pissed up real I pissed up like my uncles, my father's Fathers. My father wearing like real cool outfits and shit from this. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like these cool outfits I've seen on TV. You see this shit in your family albums. If your peoples, you know, are able to have those kind of things because, you know, some of us are having, you know, pictures and having these kinds of records of your family. Like a lot of our shit was burned and destroyed. Um, throughout time and throughout history. So all we have are pictures or, you know, the, story, the stories of our relatives doing X, Y, Z and having these experiences. So it's really good for me. I am moved to see this representation in TV, even though it's like, you know, from the 70s. And although it may not always have the best depiction of what we got going on, like maybe we're not, you know, maybe it's a bit dated. But I, it just, I like these films a lot. Um, so with P.D. Weestraw and J.D.'s Revenge, um, these are films... <laughs> These is movies, bitch. <laughs> Especially JD's Revenge. <sighs> Y'all gotta see these movies. Bitch, I'm leaning in. Kakasibi. I okay, PD Weeshaw is wild because it's like the devil's son-in-law. First of all, I know Rudy Ray more from like fucking comic view and shit. Like that kind of shit. Like I, I only knew him as an old man. So going back to watch a movie like this, I'm like, look at him being young. I also read, and this is from Wikipedia, of course. So this is allegedly because clearly, you know, I didn't know that he might've been queer. I was like, Ooh, okay. Information. That Nothing I got shocks me on the internet. Um, but they was like, you know, sometimes the exploits, where they were using the exploits to, of you know to make it seem like to hide the queer his queer lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Also, he was in Baps, and I don't know if y'all seen Baps. That's one of my favorite movies from back in the back back when I was a young warthog. I used to watch Baps on VHS all the time. I love Baps. Me too. I love that Black movie. American so princess. yes, yes, and Rudy Ray Moore is in that movie as well as an old, again as an older person, not even like super old, Rest but he's to our girl. Yeah. But he's in there. Um, yes. Oh my God, recipe to our girl. Damn. She was not older. But you know, who our stars are falling. I cannot. I am stressed, girl. 
I agree. And I hate everything about it. Like, I really, like, I was having a moment the other day just talking about, like, sorry, not to keep it real sad. Um, But, like, thinking about, like, how Black people, like, a, a lot of, as of late, I've been hearing about a lot of people our age or in our age bracket, like, having the cancer. Some people beating cancer, thank goodness. Like, I know a girl I used to work with who had, like, got diagnosed with breast cancer and, you know, they're, thank God, like, out of remission and doing okay right now. But just the fact that, like, Hearing about, you know, people who are younger and younger in age dying from these, like, real super serious ass diseases or things. And I'm just like, this is like, girl, I was crying the other day. Just, <laughs> just move. Because I was like, I'm tired. Not only is life whooping your ass every day, then you got cancer. Like, oh, but seriously, um, Natalie uh, DeSale, recipes to her. Um, yeah, girl. Yeah. Mm-mm, no, and not cancer in America because you know our healthcare system is some fucking bullshit. So Tridash. Tridash, bitch. Um, so shout out to everybody who's living with cancer here, especially here. Cause uh keeping everybody lifted. That that's just mm, yeah. Mm. Any kind of um disability in America, really, honestly, truly. They don't even cover your eye shit with your regular insurance. That's wild as fuck. I need to see. Like, yeah. I need to see, or I need some uh, support if I cannot see. You know what? America is wild. Uh, anyway, if you've seen Blackenstein, 1973, on Tubi. Yes, another that's movie. A wi- Did you see that? Because I feel like the I, first It's time... been a while since I've seen okay. it, but I have seen it. Another another movie. Another movie. And we should have a black woman in STEM, which is really dope, but we have that trope of the black brute because you pretty much have this man turn into a monster and he's just whooping people ass. It's not even like the OG Frankenstein, which I read the book when in high school, one of my, my English teacher assigned that book to us, Frankenstein, which I'm like, yes, bitch, give us science fiction. She also gave us Toni Morrison and some other shit too. She was not playing in our face. We also read James Baldwin in high school. They said, bitch, you are going to see, here's these authors right now. But we, um, have I've read Frankenstein. I've seen the movie and all that and the play and plays of stuff, of course, with Frankenstein. But Blackenstein, it follows halfway the same thing where you have a doctor reanimating a body, but not quite the same. This brute was whooping people ass. He was out here literally stalking the nights. And you have another black villain in the movie. And I was like, why are you why are you doing this? You can't get the girl, so you want to fuck her man up. You are dusty. When you go down Snake Way, they're going to turn the screen around and you are going straight to hell, bitch, Bye, in the express is... lane. In the <laughs> easy pass H-O-B lane, lane, bitch, for free. <laughs> Shoom, bitch, you're speeding to hell. <laughs> I'm cracking up. The visual is taking me out. Ooh, the visual is taking me out. Y'all see, like, dead ass, I truly feel like, like, if you're trying to figure out, hmm, as listeners is, should I watch these movies or not? I really feel like y'all y'all should see all these movies. Every single movie that we mentioned, not just because we said it, because who the fuck are we? But seriously, like, you should watch these movies, bro. Like, you should really check this shit out. It is a slice of um, film history. If y'all like to be into these film movies, some of these scores are abysmal. And I honestly feel like I can't tell if y'all score this way because it's just the movie that it is. And if you just hate ass bitch. Or what? Because I've seen some higher scores for some other films, and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, But, you know, that's just, I just, y'all got to see this shit. You have to see it. Come on now, Black Woman in STEM. How many movies you know in this time are showing Black Woman in STEM? None. None. And also, I do like to revisit, well, thinking of the low scores, because I'm like, 
there's so many films that have very high scores that I cannot stand, or I'm like, I don't understand why you have that score, or uh, some black exploitation movies that have high scores. Because Blackula has a decent score for the most part, but I think there's another one, uh, not Blackula, but like Fighting for My Life or Fighting for Your Life, Fighting for Our Lives. That whatever the movie that is, I have that in here, and that movie was a pain in the ass. Because Fight for I Your Life, I didn't see that one. It was good. No, you said I paid. Okay. I paid money, bitch. I oh. rented it. I rented it because it's wow. not streaming. It's only on VOD. Now, was it only like two ninety nine? Okay, fine. But okay. still, I paid two ninety nine to watch Fighter for Your Life or whatever. And pretty much, this black family, black preacher, whatever. He over here mind his business. These convicts come out, and it's a black, it's a white person, it's a um, Latino person, and it's uh, someone who's Asian. And because I don't, I don't, and which fine, you have some diverse criminals, cool. But also, I don't understand why you, first of all, the, of course, we hear the N word with the hard ER, but we don't just hear that. We right. hear motherfucking coon. We hear every, every motherfucker, every kind of slur, all the slurs. And the white person, the white man who is clearly the leader, because of course, the lead criminal has to be the white man in this case. He is calling like even the other criminal slurs and shit. I'm like, bruh, I this is a lot. Then they like the black family goes through all this shit. And yes, they come out on top, but I don't like that I have to sit here for an hour and 15 minutes or so and watch these black people get tortured, beaten, trigger warning, sexually assaulted, and shit like that. And just for the white man to die at the end before he get beat up. Girl, I don't give a fuck. We could have whooped his ass when he said the first N-E-R-E-R because that's what the fuck he deserved. We don't, I don't think that black people should have to shed blood for justice. I don't think that we have to watch them bleed and take all this pain and then when they hurt somebody, yeah, it was justified no fuck that that's too much why do i have to watch this hour-long movie or they're getting their ass beat but then like that's supposed to be the draw bitch that's for you you wanted to see that you i also feel like sometimes there's an audience of people who want to see black people get their ass whooped and then they justify the movie because the person who's whooping their ass get whooped in the last 10 minutes that's not enough it's not enough for me no. to watch a like 70 minutes of black people getting their ass beat for 10 minutes of fucking justice girl suck my dick I was trying to figure out if this or I spit on your grave came out first. Uh, this came out before I spit on your grave because it was it's given the same themes yeah. of a lot of these movies that came out at that time, like people who you know the home invasion and um you know and I know these are clearly two separate movies, right? Because I know someone's like that's not the set, sis. I know. Um. So with that being said, I just. <sighs> This is one you could probably skip over, but it does have that same theme of like, you know, home invasion, people coming in, um, trigger warming, sexual assault, you know, people just like suffering, suffering, just suffering for like a, a period of time before some sort of resolution pops up. If a resolution pops up um, and I'm not a fan that resolutions always have to pop up, but like Jasmine said, like, I'm really just not here for black people getting their ass whooped just for the sake of getting their fucking ass whooped. Like, we ain't got to do that. But you know, I mean, movies. Movies, exactly. Like again, I didn't enjoy this film at all. Really, I think I made it give made it giving it two stars, maybe, and it's mainly because it's a black cast and they come out on top, but they don't come out unscathed. And then of course, there are people who are giving it four stars, four and a half stars. I'm like, what did you like about this movie so fucking much? Did you watch this as a kid? I need to know. I need to know why why is this getting four and a half stars? Because I'm concerned 
about everything. Now, I do want to talk about uh, The House on Skull Mountain 1974, which you can also find on YouTube. You cannot stream it anywhere. I'm like, what's going on with these movies that you can't stream in? Like, that's wild. But The House on Skull Mountain, pretty much, uh, Auntie died. And, you know, of course, it has that voodoo trope. And she died. And we're coming to mourn this aunt. She sent out a letter to everybody. But you are watching what happens and how people are so slowly getting taken off the map with some um, spiritual practices as we figure out what's going on. Now, what I will say about this movie is there is a white savior and I am pissed about it. It's disgusting. Mm. I'm like, girl, and they make the joke, like, how you, how you in this family? What are you even doing here? Like, but also, like, why is he saving the day? Why, who, somebody, that was a choice. That was a fucking choice. Um, mm mm Holding my nose, bitch. I don't, I don't. I don't. I, I, don't know I it really blows me when there's a white savior uh, portion in the movie. I just be like, it's the seventies, right? At that point in time, so I could like, it makes a little bit more sense why we arrived at this sidewalk. It doesn't make sense, right, at all. But I'm gonna look at the year and go, okay. But when I get there, like when we start thinking about movies that come out after the seventies, like especially when you get the nine nine two thousands or the twenty tens, and we're still doing this, and I'm just like. All right. Okay. Who do we fight? Did you get to see Lord Chango? I have not seen that movie, but I'm interested. I, I have not seen Lord Chango. Um, okay. What's, okay. What about it says, that? a tribal priest returns from the dead to take his revenge on non-believers. 1975. Hmm. Okay, no, I will put that on my list because that's one of the ones I have not seen, Okay, girl. okay. Listen, I'm so glad that even after all this time, we could find a couple more that we have not seen yet or, you know, because outside the fact that it's really hard to get access to the things. Um, but I'm a, I'm, that's on the list. That's, that's on the list. Did you watch Tales from the Quad Dead Zone? I think yes. that's what you were saying you yes, did see. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Okay, this is one of those movies okay. that's shot on video and... The quality is, wow, four thumbs down. If I had more hands. But also it has spirit because, you know, if you're recording a video, a movie on video, like you, you ain't had no resources. You're doing the best you can, bruh. So I understand. And the dialogue is whatever. The stories are not the worst stories, but because they couldn't afford probably actors, good camera, good angles, a great script. It comes out as not very enjoyable to watch. I do think it's dope that the main characters are black. So I think I gave it a star and a half or maybe two max, but a star and a half. It's I, it's not a, a great movie. I cannot say you're going to have a good, good time. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I appreciate even there being a black horror movie from the 80s that's one of those shot on video drinks. Because I didn't even know any of those fucking existed. Right. So I was like, okay, all right, we got a shot on video, Jake. That's a black movie. All right, bet. Surprise. I support it. But yeah, other than that, yeah, I did see that. Um, there's a few that I saw. Okay. This one I mentioned very lightly before, but The Beast Must Die from 1974. I haven't seen that one yet. Was I've it seen it. Yes, I enjoyed it. It's a werewolf movie. I'm biased. So let's start oh. here. Y'all yeah, know well, I like yeah. <laughs> I like werewolf movies. So off rip, I like the movie just because it's a werewolf movie. It was on Shutter. It might still be on Shutter, but there's even a portion of the movie where there's a break and you're trying to figure out who the who the killer is or who the werewolf is. And our um our bad girl from um Ganjin has this in there looking beautiful as ever as she 
always does. So that's another reason to uh, watch that movie. I definitely enjoyed The Beast Must Die and highly recommend it. It's a good time. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going to be sure to check that out. Cause like I said, that is one I have not seen and you know, I've seen a chunk of them. Um, I know we talked about in the past, Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. We saw that one. Yes. Yeah. We that did one see was, that one. that one was pretty fun. It was yeah, a little it was chaotic, fun. but it yes. was fun. Very chaotic, bitch. I was like, mm-hmm. now I do want to talk a little bit about those movies outside of the seventies. Now again, again, we hyper focused on the movies from the seventies that were black exploitation and horror, because of course there's black exploitation movies like Dolomite, all these other movies that are black exploitation, but they're not quite horror. Um, but the two thousand one, like they got bones in there. I seen like iconic film. Now, Bones, I will definitely give in to the black exploitation like vibes. It also has Giallo vibes. And I'm not backing down from that bitch. The red blood, the maggots, the outfit, the velvet bitch. Okay. Y'all, y'all are playing. This is it's it look it's giving City of the Living Dead, bitch. It's giving pinches of Lucio Fulci, bitch. Y'all are fucking hating. Y'all need to think about it. Think about giallo elements. Think about black exploitation elements when you watch Bones. Don't just go, oh, it's cheesy. Okay, it's oh, you know it's cheesy. There's plenty of cheesy ass movies that y'all give a pass. Bones is a fucking masterpiece, bitch. It has problems. Do not care. Did not read. Cannot read. Sun of shades on. Period. 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 Oh, I know Jasmine's going through things through time, but also the Sweet Blood of Jesus is a remake of Ganja and Hess that came out in 2014. Jasmine is upset; her eyes got big. Mm, just oh saying. my god! Just putting that out there. Spike Lee, we looking at no. you, baby. Yeah, I'm looking at you real heavy because I saw the Sweet Blood of Jesus before Ganja and Hess, and I saw it because I saw it yeah years ago, and it's not good. And I saw Ganja and Hess, and I enjoyed it better. It just feels weird bruh and there's interpretive dance y'all know how i feel about random ass interpretive dance it's like when you insert random spoken word don't just be doing that without announcing it like you can't just be telling like not telling us that you about to put this in a movie bruh i was not mentally prepared for that um yeah the sweet blood of jesus is just not as good as ganja has to me and there, there's people who might disagree they might really like the sweet blood of jesus that's fine you can watch it on your own time i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you to watch it because i personally did not enjoy that movie uh but Fine, fine. I will tell you watch Ganja and Hesto. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know we skipped ahead a little bit. Did you see um Black Devil Doll from Hell? I couldn't find it, motherfucker. I had it on my okay. list, but I couldn't find it like streaming or nothing. I know somebody was like probably listening, like, "What the fuck?" Yes, there is a movie called Black Devil Doll from Hell yes, from nineteen eighty four. If you have access to it, we would like to see it. Thank you. Yes. Or if you've seen it, please let us know about that. Because, yes. you know, I'm sure that came out. It was coming on TV at a point in our lives, but not my life, probably. Um, now, of course, with the newer movies, we have like Dead Heist, which we have an episode on. I think on Patreon, it's a good time. Death by Temptation. I don't think we covered it, but we talked about it with our Black Ghouls. Killjoy. Um, shout out to Brother Ghoulish. They introduced us and some of our friends to that movie. And um, it's a movie. Great costume yeah. design. Nothing else. But more dead I, heist, please. More dead heist, though. If you want to watch a movie where there's Bone Crusher, Big Daddy Kane, and E-40 in it, I feel as though that's yes. the time. That's That was the draw for Enough me. Enough said. Cat said E-40 in this movie, and I said yes. Yes, and yes. I did not regret any moment of it. So if you if you press play and then you sitting here looking at the wall, I don't. Hey, 
ba da ba 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 you won, bitch. That's really well, how I, I feel at this point, because I'm just like, <laughs> it was a good time, regardless. Girl. Enough said. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Yes. She's fucking right. That movie's a good time. I would watch that movie. I think, I feel like, I, I don't know if I own that movie, but I would pay money again to own it. I wouldn't mind Pat buying that on DVD. If I saw it somewhere, like at Best Buy, I would buy the DVD. I'm not playing with y'all. Yes, it's cheesy. Yes, it's kind of also bullshit, but I like that movie, even though I cannot really stand the acting of it. I still think it has lots of interesting ideas. Also, Big Daddy Kane is in that movie. Um, there's a lot going on in that movie. Now, uh, Shadow Death Riot 2006 got uh, Sugar Man in it. Not Sugar Man, but Tony Todd. That movie is a movie. If you like seeing, which came, Black Sportation is like a lot of Black Mama, White Mama prison, like prison movies where there's Black women in prison or the white women in prison. Just women in prison in general was a thing in the 70s. Like those Scorpion, Japanese, those Scorpion movies. I feel like they're Japanese. I could be making it up. I've only seen like one. But it was really weird. I'm working with you. Yeah. Uh, you're a Scorpion, blah, blah, blah. A scorpion with the number behind it. Mama was in prison whooping people ass. It's a lot of... I don't know what it was about people who wanted to see women in prison in chains, but you know what? Yeah. You might want to unpack that a little bit. Unpack that why you wanted to see women in chains so fucking bad. I don't... I don't But, you know, Shadow Death Riot kind of reminds me of those films because it is women in prison, but the main character is squaring up on bitches. Like, she is punching bitches in the nose. Like, she's not playing with hoes. Um, you know what else popped up as exploitation? I don't think you've seen this, but Good Madam 2021. And that's on Shutter right now. It probably popped Should up as... Play? No, uh, okay. it probably well, popped you. up <laughs> as black exploitation because you see black women like cleaning, so maybe reinforcing mm. stereotypes. I, it, mm, I, because you see black women cleaning, okay, yeah, no, thank you. I, sorry, I cannot support that film. I don't, I, I, I don't got nothing for it. And of course, they put Tales from the Hood as a black exploitation film from 1995. That's available on VOD. I think I own that film, so I could, I, I love that film. I would pay money. I think I'm gonna buy a fancy Blu-ray DVD thing so I can have the features on it. But that's a fucking amazing film. If you have not seen Tales from the Hood, and this is not the first time I've reminded people on a random episode. This is not a random episode, but I've reminded people to watch Tales from the Hood. I will tell you, it could be we could be talking about any random movie. We could talk be talking about shark movies. We could be talking about Halloween. We could be talking about Christmas movies. I'm gonna tell your ass to watch Tales from the Hood because I just thought about it in my mind, and I think that if you have not seen it, you need to open your purse and you need to watch that movie. And you need to pay it its dues. But that's all I'm going to say about that. It was counted mm-hmm. as black exploitation. Um, s- sort of, but I think, uh, I don't know if it, it maybe transcends it a little bit. It's not just black exploitation. It's not just, it didn't come out in that era. It's not all stereotypes. I feel like it had a little bit more going on with that. So I don't know if it really fits into that. But I could see how someone would put it in that. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I, most of the movies that I looked for Black Exploitation outside of Black Devil Doll, I was able to see or I'd seen at some point because mm-hmm. usually when they're streaming, when I see black people on the cover, I'd be trying to press play, especially for horror films because we, you know, it's sprinkled in between like parsley. So you really got to like look for them. 
And I've seen a lot of them. If y'all have some that you made the scene, maybe, you know, some of y'all a little bit older, not like old, but some of y'all a little bit older and you films came out when you were literally kids and you have shit on DVD or your mama was showing you shit because they was watching a movie. Let us know about those movies. I want to, I want to see them deep cuts. I do. Like Kat was saying earlier, seeing the people that like Blackula where you go to the club, they just getting loose in the club with their outfits on. I feel like they ain't even had no, I, they probably had a costume designer, but in my mind, they didn't have a costume designer. They just put the music on and niggas start getting loose. And they just put turn the camera on and watch the niggas get loose. I'm like, look at them. Magic. Every every nigga is a star. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> every nigga is a star. I love that song. Me too. Yeah. So please let us know what uh, Black Sportation films you've seen, loved, ones we should check out, uh, ones you're going to check out and let us know how you mm-hmm. feel about them. You can pull up on us at Girl That's Scary. And... Twitter on, on Twitter and Instagram. We also have a website. As long as Twitter's still here, I guess. Yeah, it's still here for now. I'm fucking um, over it. Rest in peace to all the third party apps. I am. I am still heartbroken. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe they really got rid of the third party apps. Like, bitch, you know how I many people were using your shit. apps? Yeah, but so many people were using your app without the all, actual look, app, like the Twitter. The third app, party like, apps existed before the Twitter. The Twitter app really was. Popular. It did. Let's really start there. So there was on Tweet Deck, Tweet Logic. Well, girl <laughs> yeah, that's scary on all the things. Yeah, girl that's scary on all the things. www.girlthatscary.com. You can also pull up on our Patreon where we have bonus content, bonus episodes. Yes. We have um, shout out to our, our patrons. Yes, shout out to our patrons. Also, our patrons vote on a monthly Patreon pick, so every month you get to vote on an episode. And if you're hearing this now, that means around about this time we're going to be having our March patreon poll coming out mm-hmm. soon so if you want to join any tier you can vote on that so you can join follow us at www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary ow, ow, ow. Uh, pull up on us pull up on all our friends we shout them out all the time yes all, yes because you know we out here we talk about horror it's lit okay black yes. history month black 365 and of course we have articles panels interviews yes. all kinds of things coming out this month so please check out hosting girl that's scary and shit. yes check out yes we are hosting movies alamo draft house i believe yes this comes out before mm-hmm. uh and dc will be hosting a get out screening at the alamo draft house uh which and some other things after yes. that too yeah, just, we'll just look on our socials to get all the information yes we'll tweet the actual <laughs> The location of that is going to be really dope. It will be continuing to do things with the Alamo Draft House in the coming future. Ooh, gang, gang, ooh, gang, gang. Um, but yeah, pull up on that. Pull up on us. And I'll probably have some screenings for Black History Month just on Clubhouse if you want to pull up on our... Uh, thank you for being a human. Yeah, thank you for being a homie. Thank you for making this far. 2023 kind of fucking sucks. Yes. Already. Thank fucking you for sucks. listening. Yes. All that fun damn. stuff. Whoo, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. But yeah, thanks for listening. Pull up on us. Pull up on our socials. Pull up on our friends as we shout them out all the time. And you know, shout out to y'all. Thank you for Boom. being a friend. Boom, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.